It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. I praise him, praise him. Oh, yes. Overseer? Oh, yes. No, Overseer's not on yet. He's coming. He just talked, I just talked to him. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Young men and women, worldwide ministries in God. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Underneath the tutorage of overseer David Carpenter, which will be on in just a few seconds. Thank you for joining us tonight for our Bible study. Thank you for taking out the time. Thank you for taking out the time as the man of God comes forth and teaches the word of God. But understand, he doesn't just teach it. He also preaches the word of God while he's teaching it. Overseer, you have the message? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Who was that that sister? I'm I'm sorry, sister. I didn't hear your name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm um, Pastor Nadine Raleigh, Washington. Pastor Nadine Washington? Hi. This is Sister Hi, I'm good. I, I haven't spoken to you in a while. It's good to hear your voice. I just oh, want to say Yes, ma'am. Hello, Reverend Carpenter. God, God bless. bless you. Good evening, Reverend Carpenter. God bless. How you doing, Pastor? How you doing, missionary? Good. Thank you. Bless. Amen. 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 Pastor Washington, good evening. Excuse me? I'm speaking to the pastor as well, Pastor Nadine. Hello. Hello. God bless you. She's speaking to you, Pastor Nadine. Yeah. God bless you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Praise God, and thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to love tonight. Amen. Amen, amen. Um, as we usually do on the line, um, we're going to ask Pastor Nadine to give us, to tell us about what's going on in the ministry uh, for this month. Five minutes. Did you open up with prayer, Pastor? I'm sorry, what did you say? Did you open up with prayer, Pastor Lady? Yes, I will. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. We on one of my bubblegum days, y'all. And when I say bubblegum, I mean bubblegum and drunk gum drops, because that means 
I'm feeling good. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Beautiful day, God. I didn't just enjoy much of it out there, but Father God, for what I got to enjoy, Lord, it was beautiful, Father God. But every day, as a Christian, as a woman of God, as a child of God, every day is a beautiful day. Rain comes, shine, sleet, snow, whatever. It's a beautiful day because we are yet another day upon this earth. He has given us yet another day. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you for overseer taking out the time on this weekend, Father God, to bring forth the word of God, Lord Jesus. As the man of God, as I said, he don't just teach the word of God, but during his teaching, he also preaches his Father God. As he comes forth, Father God, to give us revelation of the revelation, Father God, he's going to reveal He's going to reveal what the book of Revelations means in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, he's going to give it to us by teaching it to us, Father God, and opening it up. He's going to analyze it and open it up so we can get understanding for it from it, Father God. We thank you. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for all those that have come to join us on the line. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for those for the good health that we're maintaining, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for those that just are uh, just taking out their time to even come on the line to pick that phone and dial it, Father God, on a busy Saturday night, Father God. And such a night as this, Father God, where a lot of people would rather be outside, Father God, but they came on the line, Father God. To hear your teaching, Father God, from the man of God, Father God. Lord, we just thank you, Father God. Lord, we ask you to bless each and every home, Father God, each person that's on this line. Bless them abundantly, Father God. Glory be to God. Bless them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Open up some hearts tonight, Father God. Give some understanding, Father God, tonight. Lord Jesus, walk some people through some doors, Father God. Bring them from on the outside into the inside, Father God. Open up that blessing, Lord Jesus, that they need, that they need right now, Father God. Lord, we ask you all these things, and we give you honor, we give you praise, and Lord, we give you the glory. Hallelujah.
this guest speaker is given a theme to work with, and they find the verses that go along with, with the theme. Lord, we ask you, Father God, right now, Father God, that, Lord, while each and each person is on the line, Father God, that they will be able to hear what I'm saying about the first Wednesday and the third Wednesday and the second Sunday and the fourth Sunday, and they will come and join us. They will share with their friends. Come join us. Get this word. Eat this word so we can start living this word as we apply it to our lives. Don't be left out. Come join us. Please come join us. Every first and third Wednesday and every second and fourth Sunday, come join us. Amen. 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 We thank you for those announcements. We ask everyone just to take heed to what you heard and Tell your friends, tell anyone to come join us. And ain't nothing, and, and ain't nothing wrong with getting some more words in this time of the season. Yeah, we thank you. We thank you. All right. I'm ready to go into the word. Tonight we're going to be teaching out of the third chapter of the book of Revelations. The third chapter. Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, open me up in a mighty way that I may be able to be your voice this evening in speaking your word and teaching your word. Father God, let me sit down and let you stand up. Let it be more of you in exercising your word than it is of me. Father God, open up our mind, body, souls, and our spirits to receive an understanding to your word this evening. And Father God, we bind any spirits that come across this line to hinder the word of God in any form, fashion, or way. In the name of Jesus. And Father God, we ask that your word just rule reign and abide in our spirits where you say, my word should not return to me void, but accomplish what I please in the place that you send it and it shall prosper. Let your word prosper this evening, Father God that we may be able to bring application to your word to our pilgrim walk in your kingdom. We thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 This evening we are opening up in the church of Sidious. Amen. And I'm going to take the time to explain some of the things that we learned last week. I'd like to go back over just a, just to touch on some things from last week. So no, nobody will be lost. Um, last week we talked about the Church of Ephesians. The Loveless Church. It was called the Loveless Church. And we got into the to understanding where Jesus came, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou thou canest not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them liars. And we learned one thing that they were up against things happening in the church. And why I try to explain these churches 
and go back. It's because I want everybody to always look as we talk about these seven churches. What church do you belong to that resembles one of these seven churches? Amen. Amen. So, in the church of Ephesians, they were the Nicolaitans, which were um, people that professed the word of God, but they they worked out of their own doctrine of the word of God and did what they they wanted to do, and said it was what they said it was right, and it wasn't right. And we learned that about the church of Ephesians, that they were doing, they were practicing the things of Baal and uh, Jezebel. Yes. Then we went to the church of Samaria. And as we learned about that church, That church was the persecuted church. And as we went on, we, we left about them, that Jesus said to them, I know that works in tribulation and poverty, but they are rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogues of Satan. We learned nothing about it that there's always going to be those people in the midst of you that say they are children of God, but they're not. That's why it really taught us about trying the spirit by the spirit. Because we need to know who we're, who we're fellowshipping with and who we're walking amongst in the kingdom of God. And here... He wasn't talking about they were rich in money, but they were rich in spirit. And some of us are rich in spirit, and the adversary is always trying to damage or shipwreck the spirit that we walk in. Amen. And we learned last week about how they suffered and the tribulations that they went through. And that Amen. was a powerful thing, that we learned that there is a way out. And all they had to do was walk according to the promises of God. Yeah. And then we moved on to Pergamos. And this is the compromising church. Mm. And it tells us about Looking, and this is why I want you to look at the churches that surround you, because when you look at what church you belong to, you'll know, you'll know what kind of character, what kind of spirit is in the church you're, you, you're attached to. Amen. Amen. And he went on to let us know, as Jesus said, to them, I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan sits, see this. And thou holdest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein. And Epias was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwells. Mm -mm -mm. 
and that's because they were the compromising church. And a compromising church is one that it do. Like a lot of churches we see today, they have brought the world into the church and compromised. And it's not no more about Jesus when you go to church, some churches. It's about showtime. They got praise dances. They got all this. They got all this entertainment for you before you get the word. Amen. Say that. And and many of us that grew up in the old church, we know you didn't see that. You came to church, you prayed, and you went, and you and you went before God, and you went, and then you heard the word. Today, the church has become has compromised a lot of churches, and they compromised with bringing the the things of the world into the church. And this is this is what the church of Pegasus was about that they compromised. Mm. Oh. And that's what we learned about that church, about compromising. And then we went to the church of Tyria. Tyria. I think I'm saying it right. Tyria. If I'm, if I'm not, if anybody can help me and correct me, please do. Um, here this church is a corrupt church. And here the Lord says to them, I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works, the last to be more than the first. And he said, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou suffers that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess to teach and to do my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And here it was a corrupt church because the people were being led by that Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. And that... And 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 we have to be mindful that where people say it's right, we gotta line it up with the word of God to know that it's right. And a lot of and even today some people listen to what some people say and in and, and the pulpit or whatever and they follow it and it don't be right. And that's why here this church was corrupt because they wasn't lining what they were being taught by the prophet of Jezebel up with the word of God. They were just falling. They fornicated. They did what they did, and, they, and she told them that it was all right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the church became corrupt because of the corrupt spirit that she was delivering and teaching them the word of God. So, anyone that wasn't with us last week, I hope that I brought you a little bit up to date on our first four churches that we talked about. Tonight, we're going to talk about Shadis. And in the first chapter, it reads, Unto the angel of the church of Sidious writes, These things said of he that had the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. And I know thy works, 
that thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Mm-mm-mm. Can anybody tell me tonight who are the seven spirits of God? Mm. And it's not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the seven spirits of God is not the seven titles of the Holy Spirit. So there are more titles than this that are that are applied to the Spirit. Since the Lamb has seven hands and seven eyes, since we know there is but one Holy Spirit, and we learn that in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the fourth to the sixth verse, and we'll just go over and read it. And then we'll, we'll come back and let you know what the seven spirits are. But over in Ephesians, the fourth chapter. I'm trying, I'm trying to get there. Over in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the fourth to the sixth verse. It says, there is one body, one spirit, even as you are called, and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and you all. And that is who the Holy Spirit is, that which is in us. And it goes on to say, and since the Lamb is a symbol of Christ, the seven lamps are fire, and the seven horns and the seven eyes are still all symbols of the Holy Spirit and can only denote his fullness and power upon the Lamb before the throne. Mm-hmm. And we learned at the beginning about the seven spirits of God. And we found that in Isaiah, the 11th chapter and the second verse. Well, are y'all taking notes? We will read that. Isaiah, the 11th chapter, and the seventh. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, the second verse. And it says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel and light, and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So these are the seven spirits of God. Again, the seven spirits, the seven spirits are the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. Okay, hold on. Okay. The spirit of counsel and the spirit of might. Counsel and might, like strength. And the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of fear of the Lord. Okay, thank you. And the Holy Spirit is the seventh. Yeah. Holy Spirit is the seventh spirit of God. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and fear. Right. 
The spirit of man shall rest upon him. That's the Holy Spirit. Then the spirit of wisdom. Then the spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. There's two different ones. There's light. Counsel is one spirit and might is another spirit. And the spirit of knowledge and of fear. And the spirit of fear of God. And you found that in Isaiah 11 too? And Isaiah, the 11th chapter, and verses 2, yeah, verse 2. Okay. Thank you. Amen. And those are the seven spirits of God. So here we go on. Let me get back. To where we started at. So here he says, and the seven stars are known, I know thy works, and that thou, thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. And when he says, I know thy works, he's talking about the four things about Sadis. Having the name of reputation of being alive, a, a live church, but are dead. And when he said they are dead, because even though they was alive, they still was dead. Have you ever been in the church that that, that everybody was alive, but the church was dead, dead spirits? Because the yeah, people the Holy Spirit wasn't there with them. Amen, amen, amen. And and that's what he's saying here. He says here that I know thou works, and thou, and thou has a name that thou liveth, and I did. Mm-hmm. And then he says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. Wow. So now he's telling them, I need you to strip the things that, that, that are ready. Because if you don't, they're going to die. Uh, it's hard to hear you. I sound like on my phone. Okay. I said, he's telling them here to strengthen the things that are ready. Because if you don't, then they, they will die too. Otherwise, if, if, if I'm in a dying church, but the things are still alive, I need to have strengthen them things alive that they don't die with the rest, of the, the rest of the things in the church. And, and then that not only comes to, um, that not only comes to birds or committees or whatever, but I never. I don't need to let them get caught up in what and what's killing off the other part of the church. Mm. And let me let me make it a little more simple to you. One thing we know that's a killer in church is gossip. Mm-hmm. So so if I don't, if I want to if I want to hold missionary Marion back. Because she's part of the missionary board, I don't want the missionary board. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach them and advise them to what they hear and pay no attention to. 
Because that stuff that they if they let it seek into them, it'll kill them just like it's killing them other people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man. So that's what that's what Jesus that's what he's saying here. That that I want you to strengthen those things already. And that's what we have to understand that that sometimes we see things going on around us, and it's and, it's, and we see it killing killing all stuff. We need to we need to take especially those in leader leadership need to take charge to strengthen those the, the other parts that haven't been affected by what has went on in another group. And that's why I say be watchful. Strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. Strengthen them. Because if you don't, they'll die along with everything else. And he says, For I have found thy works perfect before God. Wow. So God so he said, Anything else I found perfect before God. So I need you to step and, and, and be that wall that all those things that are dying on that side doesn't come across this side and kill off where you at. I'm not making any sense to anybody. It's, amen. <laughs> I don't even know how you're grabbing what, what it's saying here. Yeah, I'm sorry, because like I said, there's a lot of distortion. I'm grabbing some. Okay. Like I'm having problems with my phone tonight. I can hear you very clear. We said that okay. you had problems. Um, he went on to say in the third verse, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. Mm-mm-mm. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Here, between verses 2, are the five commands to Sadeus. Be watchful. Strengthen the things that remain. Remember your teaching. And he says, remember... Therefore, how thou has received and heard, and hold fast and repent. And he said him to hold fast, like he did over in the discourse of the Hebrews, the third chapter. In Hebrews, the third chapter, in the sixth verse, he tells them, But Christ as son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast to the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. So here he's telling them, hold on, fast, and repent. Mm. Because the, 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 the thing is that we're holding on to the house of Christ that's in us. Mm. We must hold on to it. And he's told us to repent. And you know, we, we always need to repent daily, but he's telling them to repent right now. 
And sometimes we have to repent for things we don't even, we sometimes not, I repent, okay, Father God, I repent. And the things that I, that, that anything that I have done against you that was not right in your eyesight. Because we do things and we don't even realize that it was wrong. And here, here he's telling them, repent. And if therefore thou shalt not watch, uh-uh, he's prophesying to them now. This is a prophecy. He says, if therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what I want. I will come up on thee. Uh-uh-uh. He says, if thou shalt not, if if thee shall not watch as a thief, this does not refer to the second event, but to Christ sending sudden judgment upon Sidiris if the if the church would not repent. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that 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 if you won't repent, because repent means change. If you don't want to change and won't repent, then I'm gonna come as a thief and as a night. And I'm going to come down, and I'm going to settle it with my judgment. And this is why the word of God tells us we should repent daily, because we are the church of God. Amen. We are the church. And he's letting them know, I will come as a thief. And thou shalt not, not not know what hour I will come up on thee. Mm. So we need to be mindful that we need to repent daily. We need to we need to always look for to make changes in the church of God that's in us. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um. He goes on to say in the fourth verse. Thou has a few names, even in Sidious, which have not fulfilled their garment. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Wow. And what he meant by white, the white raiment is the symbol of the righteousness of the saints. Mm. That's why he told them they would, they would walk in white rain. Let's go over to, to give evidence to what I'm saying. Revelation, the 19th chapter and the 8th verse. And it says, Into mm. her was granted that she should be arrayed in a fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the of the saints. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. So here, here he tells them, "Thou has a few names, even as Sidiris, which have not defiled their garment, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy." And. Amen. 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 Are there any questions about Sadiq? Let me finish reading. He said, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book 
of life. Do you see what I do you see what it just said? I just preached on that the other day. And he said it here and he said, And I will not block your name out of the Lamb Book of Life. People do not think that their names can be taken out of the Lamb Book of Life. Now, I didn't say it. Even though I preached on it twice last week. And, and and some people probably like ah oh, that, that, that and the theologians may not think it's true, but it's right here in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Sure. He sure. says, he says, otherwise, if you don't have the white rainbow on, and 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 and, and I and I call you, then and you won't change because he's asking to repent and change. Then I will block your name out of the land book of life. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it just makes me think that my name is not in there permanently. I got to live the life for my name to stay in the book. Every day. <laughs> every day. Like you said earlier, we got to repent everything. Knowing and Amen. Knowing. We don't know. Amen. We just and not even know it. Amen. Yes, Lord. That's right. I'm going to read it again, the fifth one. He said, he that overcomes the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot his name out of the land book of life. So he says that all we got to do is overcome and stay with him, walk with him, and our name will stay in the book. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't listen to the accuser. <laughs> Don't listen to his lies. That's Save it. it. That's it. You know, we know God gave us the armor, the holy armor. He gave us the power to 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 tell him to get away from our family, get away Amen. from us. And if we overcome it and stop listening to him and listen to the Father and trust the Father and not let Satan put the fear, he doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the almighty power. Where we afraid of Satan? He's the you know. I mean, he's. He's got. He can do things, but God can also stop him from doing things. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And and that's where we have to rest, missionary. We have to rest and trust in God and and know, not believe. See, see, see. We got to go past belief. We got to know that God can. Amen. Because I can believe all day. I can believe all day, but in my belief, I need to know. Right. Well. See. see yeah, I understand thing. where you're coming from. I right, understand right. how you're saying the word. Right. If I if I believe something, I mean to me, I I know it, and I won't change my mind because I, I, I amen you know, I amen amen and right because there's some people that believe in some but have doubt. I don't want to have no doubt. I want to believe and know the God. No, amen, 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 and know that God can. He goes on and says, and says, but I will confess his name before my father. And let me just read that back over. He said, he that overcomes the same shall he clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the lamb, out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Wow. He says that, that, that I'm, I'm the mediator. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, oh, so yeah. as, 
as a missionary said earlier, we got the accuser. But see, an accuser go to the father, it's our mediator steps in between the accuser and the father. And he pleads our case. Mm-hmm. So, Hallelujah. So, so, Thank you, Jesus. So no 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 this that he says that 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 if you overcome, I will confess your name before my father. Mm-hmm. I will speak on your behalf. Your name will be ringing in my father's ears. I don't know what our names would be ringing. <laughs> when, because mm-hmm. you're okay. How many I, of us we that I know I didn't catch many, that. I'm sorry. How many of us want our names to be ringing in the Father's ears when we overcome? That that oh, yeah. that should strengthen us to want to overcome. That our name will be called out, not by an angel, but by Jesus unto the Father's ears. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. powerful in itself. Because we all think we, you know, a lot. We like you said earlier, is is not permanent. That your name gonna be in the book of life, you know. We all, you know, hoping that we're doing the right thing, gonna make it. But it says a lot of Christians is not gonna make it. Amen. And 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 they're not. But the children of God are gonna make it. See, see, this is what we gotta understand. Any everybody in the church can be a Christian, but everybody is not called to be a child of God. Right, right. I was in a, I was in a church last Sunday, and a man said, "Everybody, all the Christians raise their hand." And some people even me because I didn't raise my hand. Then he came back. The pastor of the church got up and said, well, "All those that believe raise their hand," and I raised my hand because I believe in in God. But things that have raised my hand as a Christian because anybody in the church is a Christian, and I'm. I live according to Scripture, and Scripture tells me, over Romans, it said, those who are led by my spirit are my children. And that made made me understand I'm a child of God because I walk in his spirit. Right, Every Christian Christian doesn't walk in the spirit of God. No, they can see a lot of them talk it, but they don't live it. Amen. That's another thing. That's another thing I see so much in the church, and I'm trying to figure out, which one of these churches I'm seeing, but they they know the Bible in and out and backwards and can quote, but when you look at the fruit, they you know like they do the opposite. There are a lot of things they do the opposite of what Jesus would have done. Amen. You know, we're walking in His footsteps, not our own understanding. We're following His footsteps. So you know, even if you know the word, because they say even Satan knew the word when he tested Jesus in the wilderness. Amen. But Jesus, Jesus lived the life, you know. Say so he, he didn't lie, he didn't cheat, and no adultery, you know. No, he helped people. He loved everybody. You know, we know in all his 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 um his life, you know, from the New Testament on to his death and resurrection. It's Amen. hard for us though to live like that. Sometimes you really have to believe. And following his footsteps. Amen. I think one of the things the missionary said is that we have to know them by the fruits they bear. That's why that's that that's what you gotta look when you look at these trees, and I'm calling people trees right now that's around us, you gotta you gotta observe and discern who they are. You got to know the fruit that they bear. 
Because every good fruit, something can look, a piece of fruit can look good on the outside, but when you cut it open, it's rotten on the inside. We've got to always not just look at the exterior, but also, and, mm, hallelujah, we've got to search out the interior of a fruit. Mm-hmm. And and just you know, like you say, by the spirit. Amen. You have we have God if if you're a child of God, you have God living in you. And you just gravitate to another child of God. Amen. You can't Amen. help it. You just automatically just start talking and out of all the people in the area you just come to this one person and you know that they're a child of God too. Amen. You know, and other people you know it's it's like cringe because it's something in their spirit. You know it's not godly. Amen. You Amen. get away from it, you know. That's what you have to do. In the Amen. sixth verse, and, and we thank you, missionary. In the sixth verse, it says, He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. And here we close out the church of Sidious. Are there any questions about the church of Sidious? No, that was a, that was uh, clear. Amen. Right Amen. Amen. Now we're going to move over to the Church of Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> and the church, the Church of Philadelphia was known as the Perfect Church. <laughs> Excuse me. Really? You think? So? Amen. <laughs> Amen. So we're gonna we're gonna go on and read about the church of Philadelphia. And the Bible says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things said he that is holy, he that is true, he that had the key of David, and he that opened, and no man shuts, and shuts, and no man opens. I want to ask you all, he says he has the key of David. What does the key of David mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, Pastor. Uh, Reverend Compass. Amen. Anyone else in the might know what the key of David is? The key, yes, of David. David. the key of David represents Christ's authority to open the door into the future kingdom. Mm, amen. 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 Because he and came right from the line of David, right? Amen. That's where Jesus came from, out of the lineage of David. And the key symbolizes the key, the key of hell and of death. And it, it is to signifying the power and authority that Jesus had, that Jesus, that Jesus took. Because we all know that Jesus went down to take the keys from the devil that he could not kill us no more. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the keys symbolize that, that, that when, when the Father said to him that I put all power in my son's hands, that he gave him all power and he, and he exhilarated that power when he took the keys and he made the keys the symbol of the power. Mm-mm-mm. And the authority that is him, as the pastor said, to be able to unlock the doors. 
The only one that can unlock any doors for us is Jesus Christ because he has the key of David. Yeah, and and Pastor, add to that, that's why he said after the door is open, no one can close it because it's consumer. But once it's closed, nobody can open it because judgment is, is certain. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 And that was the next session. Thank you for asking it, Pastor. <laughs> and that was the next part. He said, He that opens and no man shuts and shuts and no man opens. Let me tell you something. When God opened a door for you, can't nobody shut that door to God. When, when Jesus shut the door, like a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, we don't know when to move on, and then God will come and shut that door. He'll shut that door, and you can never go back and open up that door because he got another door he needs you to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And he will open doors. And he tells you, he wants you to know, no man opens. Otherwise, when we get something and something happens and we're praying about something and the door opens, we've got to know that ain't no man open that door, but Jesus opened that door for you. Mm-hmm. They come almighty, almighty God. He is powerful. Amen. He can open up doors and close doors that no man can even touch the doorknob. That's right. <laughs> can't do anything about it. God says that's his will. That's his will. And we have to understand that. In the eighth verse, he says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Mm, he said what? God said, because we kept his word, we have a little of his strength. Amen. Amen. He, say, he says you, here in the four things about, he was describing the church of Philadelphia. And what he described about them were their works. And he says that they had a little strength. Mm-hmm. And, they kept, and he says, you have kept my word and not denied my name. Amen. Otherwise, he was identifying to us about the church, that this church did not deny us. Later, they, they, he says, I know you got a little stress, but even in your little stress, you haven't been overtaken. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we, we, we have to understand that, that sometimes we're working out of a little strength. Because the, the one that empowers us to overcome anything is Jesus. Because we can't do nothing without him. That's why the Bible tells us we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. He's our strength. Yeah. And that's why he says you have a little strength and you have hard on, even in your little strength. But when I come, I, I empower you in an overthrowing strength. Because the Bible says I can do all things to Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Wow. Sometimes you just got to wait on the Lord. And this is what he was telling the church of Philadelphia. He went on to say, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. Mm-mm-mm. 
Wow. He prophesies to them in the ninth place. He says, I will expose all liars. Uh-uh-uh. He's letting them know that, that here, he says, when they say they are Jews or not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet. See, see, God, God, God will, Jesus will expose people that affirm that one thing, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And I want to break this down just a little deeper to you. There's a lot of people that walk in titles and say they this and that. Okay. But I don't want to say something to you all 
and not give you some clearance clarity on it. Oh Lord. First John I think it's it's two 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 no, you don't have to go there for me. I don't want to hold up your schedule. You're not the only one in here that might not uh, mm-hmm. have to have some clarity. And these these are recorded. It says over in the second chapter, uh, first um, first John. I mean, yeah, first John, second chapter, first John, the twenty seventh verse. It says, but the anointing which ye have received of him abide in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, is true and is no lie. And even as it had taught you, ye shall abide in him. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. And what the anointing is going to do, it's going to teach us the spiritual things. In the word of God. Because, see, the word of God is spiritual. Even though we read it in the natural, but we're walking in not, we're walking in according to the spirit. Mm-mm-mm. Not according to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus said, the words that I speak out of my mouth are spiritual and give life. And he, and he spoke. This whole Bible, because he because he is the Word, and he spoke the Word, and the Word is spiritual. I just wanted to clear that up and and bring about a better understanding to what I was talking about. He also said, "Behold, I will make them come and worship before thy feet to know that I have loved you." And God will expose these things to you because he loves you so much that he doesn't want you to be blinded to the things that are going on around you. You know, sometimes we need to sit down when we want to know know what's going on and we can't really figure it out. We need to lay before God and say, God, please expose these things to me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Please let me see. Because I'm blind and I can't see what's going on around me, but I need to know. Mm. If anyone has it, please put that in your prayer sometime when you want to know what's going on around you. Um, he also says, I will hum- he tells them that I will humble them before you, and I will confirm my love for you, and I will keep you from persecution. Mm-mm-mm. That's right. He's going. He's not going to let us be persecuted by some folk, by some lying people. Because people are pers- lying. People are, are trying to persecute you for being who you are. Oh yeah, because you're different. <laughs> you got the. You're shining with God's light, His glory. Amen. Oh, yeah. and, and they will. And you're different. You're not uh, going with the world. You're not going with the grain. You're standing up for truth. Amen. You know, nobody wants to stand up and be the odd one and say that's not right. They don't want the people to turn on them and start picking on them. 
Everybody keep their mouths shut. That's you know right. that. But God's children is bold. Amen. They are going to let you know, especially if they pray on it and God tell them to speak on it. You better speak on it when he tell you to talk. Amen. You can't That's be right. silent and see an injustice being done. Amen. He wants us to Amen. love each other. Amen. Amen. He goes on to say in the 10th verse, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. And here, I love this. He says, I will keep you from the persecution. He will keep us from being persecuted by the things of the world. He will keep us. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank he will you, be, Lord. He, he will be our shelter, our shield, and, and but yeah. we just got to live the life. We just got to live according to the things that he has shown out to the church of Philadelphia. And another mm-hmm. verse, he says, Behold, I come quickly, and hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Mm-mm. Mm. He lets you know that I'm going to come quickly, mm. and I will make. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let no man take your crown, and, and I will let come no quickly. man change you, turn you around. Right. I will come quickly. He's letting you know that I'm coming quickly, but he also lets you know, hold on to thy crown. Hold on to that crown of righteousness. Hold on to that crown of incorruption. Amen. Whenever you get a chance, pull up and study about the crowns that you receive here on earth that he's telling you to hold on to. Amen. There are crowns that we receive in our daily walk in Christ. Crown of righteousness. Um, I wish I had my other book before me. In fact, I could get it. I don't want to let y'all know what, what the crowns are. And and some of these crowns, some of you have already received. And you're walking in these crowns. Amen. 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 And I've, I've done a teaching on it. So. <laughs> and it's not one, there's not a teaching that I hear a lot of people teach about. To let people know about the crowns. And here they are. Um, and this is what Jesus talks about, some of the rewards. If y'all want to know the scriptures where y'all can find them, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them. If y'all want to write them down, write yeah. them down. I'm ready. In Isaiah, the 28th chapter and the 5th verse. Mm-hmm. You can find the crown of glory. You also will find the crown of glory in First Peter, the fifth chapter and the fourth verse. I'm sorry, Peter. First Peter, chapter five, the fourth verse. Got it. Okay, thank you. And that's the crown of glory. And that's the crown of glory. Okay. The crown of joy. Mm-hmm. The crown of joy you can find in First Thessalonians, mm-hmm. the second chapter 
in the 19th verse. Amen. The crown of incorruption. Crown of corruption? In, incorrupt. In, incorruption. Yeah. You can find that in First Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the 25th verse. Okay. The crown of righteousness. You can find the crown of righteousness in Second Timothy, the fourth chapter, and the eighth verse. Thank you. And the crown of life. Light, L-I-G-H-T. Life. Life. L-I-F-E. L-I-F-E. Okay. The crown of life. You can find that in James, the first chapter, the 12th verse. Also in Revelations, the second chapter, the 10th verse. Amen. And you will find that we can read it that that was what they said to the um, church of Samaria. And he said to them, I will give thee the crown of life. So you can go back and find find out about these crowns. So let's continue. Let's continue. I'd just like to give y'all as much information as God allows to me to share with y'all. God wants you to understand his word. He goes on and says, "Um, that no man take thy crown. And then in the 12th verse, he says, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Mm-mm-mm. You know what he just said? <laughs> Jesus said, I'm going to have a new name. Amen. He's telling you that <laughs> that he will make a pillar. I will make a pillar in the temple of my God just for you. Then he tells you you will never go out, but will always have a safe dwelling place in him, in the kingdom. And I will give you God's name. And I will give you the name of the new Jerusalem. And I will give you my new name. He says he's going to give you his new name. Amen. Wow. Uh-uh-uh. 
And just to just to come back and break some things down that that we that was talked about in here. He goes on to say, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Amen. Amen. Well, Reverend Carpenter, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to have to excuse myself. Amen. I have, uh, uh, I wanted to come on, but I, I was trying to stay to the end, but I do have a, a, another uh, commitment. Okay. We'll bring you up the date on the last church. We're getting ready to do the last church, and then we're getting ready to close out. But we will bring you up to date next Saturday on what we talked about the last church um, Letitia's. Oh, I wanted to hear that one, too. That's, that's that loop, warm, that's, lukewarm that's church, loop, right? Yeah, the, loop, the lukewarm church. Oh, okay, I want to hear this. Um, okay, I'll try not okay. to interrupt you. <laughs> so. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it kind of quick so you can get it. He said, unto the angel of the church of Latias, write, these things should have been said of the amen the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. And we know he's talking about Jesus. He says, I know thy works, and that thou art neither cold nor hot. Would thou were cold or hot? Today, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, uh, uh. So here he's, he's letting them know, he's saying, well, y'all are not hot or warm, but y'all are lukewarm. And he says that if you're lukewarm, I'm, I'm spitting you out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Not cold, not refreshing, not hot. Not at all. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And, and what he's telling them that y'all are completely dead, more full of zeal, but indifferent and careless, and I will spew you out of my mouth. See, you can't be lukewarm. I mean, you've got to be hot or cold. You can't be in the middle. You can't have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to no understand. Still. you gotta, you got to commit. You know, there's a song that they sing in church that always get me. And that song is I Surrender All. And I watch, everybody can't sing that song because everybody ain't surrendered everything to, to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's a nice song. It's a nice song. But a lot, a lot of us are still warring with things between our flesh and the spirit. Mm-mm-mm. Like I said, it's a nice song. He goes on to let us know. He goes on to let us know. Because thou says I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing, know not that thou art, art rich and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Mm. Yeah. And what he's telling them here, that 
even though you all got all this stuff, okay, you're still blind poor because you don't have the riches of God. Amen. Amen. I mean, we can obtain all we want on this planet. Mm-hmm. But if we haven't built up our treasures in heaven, as the Bible tells us, we we accomplish nothing. Amen. The Bible says if a man gains the whole world but loses his soul, what did he gain? Nothing. And that's where we, we would be. And that's what he's telling me. Yo, y'all got all this, y'all got all this, but y'all ain't got me. Mm-hmm. Come on. Amen. And we got to understand that. He said, he indeed tells him now to say, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind, and you're naked. Your nakedness is because you're not cold in Christ Jesus. Amen. Mm. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. He went on to say in the 18th verse, I counsel thee to buy of me gold and tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eye saliva, that thou mayest see. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, blind, blind to everything yeah. going on. Blind. And what, he, and, and what he's telling me is that I'm going to redeem you. Mm-hmm. Go and do these things because I want to redeem you. You said go and do those things? Right. This is what he says. I'm going to read it to you again. I want you all to hear it. Do do what things? The things that he says. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thy eyes with eyes, lava, that thou mayest see. See, he's saying that, that now he's saying that if you do these things, you'll be able to see me. You'll be able to see who I am. But as long as you, you're looking out of your natural eyes and obtaining the riches of the world, you'll never see me. And y'all have to, y'all think that, y'all ain't saying amen, but, but y'all think about that. There's so many people that, that get, get, get hit louder or get money and be in church and then you don't see them no more. Amen, amen. Because now amen. their riches has blinded them to who God is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, has blinded them. Until it starts disappearing, then they'll start calling on the Lord again. There, amen, 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 mm-hmm. amen. It's starting to gradually disappear. That's it. And then and then they want to come back. Mm-hmm. I always use the story that, to explain that is Jonah. But Jonah ran from from God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then when, the, when he got swallowed up by the, by the big fish, all yeah. of a sudden he and their, he and their praying there for God to get him out. But this is the same God you was running from when he asked you to do something. Yeah, because he said, that, oh, haven't you heard? They're killing people coming over there talking about you. Uh, I, I love you and everything, but I don't want to go over in that country. Gonna, That's it. That's <laughs> they're going to kill me for sure. 
and he run the other way. I, that that's that it. was so real. That was and so that's, real. That's what happens to a lot of people today. That mm-hmm. we let different things take us from seeing God anymore. We can even let relationships, people, anything sometimes blind us from where we need to be headed. Amen. Amen. Instead of paying attention to what's ahead of us, we're we're like the man that's at the at the plow. Sometimes we turn around to look to look back, and and God says in His Bible, if you got your hand to the plow and you look back, you're not worthy for the kingdom of God. Mm. Sometimes we have to understand about where God puts us at and walking worthy with Him. And believe. You said it earlier. Amen. You have faith. You have to believe that God is there. You can't pick and choose when you're going to believe that he exists. You have to believe every every obstacle all the time. That's right. That's that's right. I love that. I love what you you just said. You can't choose the times when you want to believe. You got to always believe. Always. 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 In the 19th verse, he says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, and be zealous, therefore, and repent. Mm-mm-mm. And God is saying that, that I love all y'all. He loves us. Even when backsliders, even those that fall, he loves us. And all he says is that I rebuke and chasten you. We know that God only chasten those that he loves. If God is chasing you, he loves you. He ain't forgot about you. He ain't cast you off. But he said, be zealous, therefore, and repent. He said, be zealous to repent. Mm, zealous. That's zealous. Wow. That, I yeah. got to look that word up. But I, Amen. But I mean, I mean, like you're on fire for God. You're, Amen. You just can't talk about him and you just love him and you, you're always trying to do his work. I believe right. That that's what it's that's that's but what he's saying here, missionary, he wants you to be zealous to repent. He wants he wants and that's why the Bible tells us that we need to repent daily. We don't need to just repent sometime, but have a zeal to repent. Have that, that overwhelming desire to, at the end of your day to say, God forgive me, I repent for anything I've done. Right, right. You need to have that zeal. And that's what he's telling the church. Or Latias, to have that zeal. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him, and I will suffer with him, and he with me. We need, we need to start opening up the doors for Christ. Invite him in. Invite him in. You know, we need to invite him into our lives. He's knocking. He's trying to come in. Mm-hmm. And then don't think this because we run around and say we saved and we got this. He's still knocking sometime at your door because he wants you, want you to hear him. So, you know what? I, I come to find out one thing. I come to find out that sometimes when you want to hear God, God will send somebody to tell you. He'll send your friend. He'll send somebody that you just mm-hmm. meet and, and walking, and they'll say something. You'll be like, that's something mm. God told me. Mm. 
confessions are made before God. And we read about that he will confess our name before God. A pillar in God's temple, eternal abiding with God, God's name upon him, he will tell tell us his name, the name of the new Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. and the new name of Christ upon him, an eternal throne and kingdom that we'll be we'll be resting in and walking with Jesus daily. Those are the eighteen blessings that we can look to when we overcome. Oh man. I I didn't write them down this time. It can you give me the verse? I can look at them and go over them. Cause yeah, you, know, want to, you um you want me to send it to you? you yeah, if you can it. text it, that'll be good. Whenever you can. Okay. It don't have to be tonight. Okay, I'll text it to you, and I'll put the overcoming on it, and then I'll put next to the 18 blessings to overcoming. Okay. Because there's a lot of scriptures right next to them. I just, I just read it. I didn't say the scriptures. Um, if right. anybody else wants it, i tell you what. Everybody else, I'm going to put them on my Facebook tomorrow, and I'm going to text it to you t- tonight, sometime on tomorrow. Listen, oh, you could do it. To, you could do it tomorrow too. I, I, it doesn't matter if you okay. just take a, a a snap. What they call it? The kids call it a snap of the, snapshot. A snapshot. Yeah, snapshot, and just put it right on it, just like that. You don't have to type it all out. Just okay. take the picture and 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 add it onto your post. Okay. And that and, way uh, we have all the verses and all the blessings that we can right. look it up. Uh, Amen. And, and those that are on here that, that do come on my Facebook page, I'm going to put it up there with the scriptures right next to it, and it'll be on my Facebook page between tomorrow and Monday. So and you have it too. Uh, it's, it's Reverend Carpenter, just Reverend Carpenter, right? It's Pastor, Pastor, Pastor David Carpenter. Pastor David Carpenter. Okay, got it. All right, Pastor Carpenter, I'm going to have to go. I, uh, um, are you praying out now? Yeah, we're going to pray out. Just give me a minute. And he says, okay. he, it says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the church. And tonight I'm hoping that everybody got something, some information. Uh, we will go back over different parts of it next Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that everyone got something out of what was read tonight in the third chapter of the book of Revelations. Um, Thank you. Amen. 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 At this present time, we thank everyone for joining us. Um, We know some of y'all got to go. So um, next week, we're going to y'all study. We're going to ask some questions about what we've talked about this week in each one of the churches. <laughs> the see, the see okay. that y'all get anything. So be, 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 mm, be open to uh, join us on the questions that we're going to ask on this uh, Bible study. With that, we're going to go ahead and close out. Father God, we thank you once again, as we always do, in leaving young men and women in God's worldwide ministry, home ministry, and your Bible study. We always say faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. Father God, we ask you to bless everyone that has an ear to hear your word tonight. And Father God, let your angels stand by their bedside and, and watch over them that no hurt, harm, or danger may come upon them from the adversary in any form, fashion, or way. And Father God, we ask that you touch them early morning to go into your house to give honor and praise unto your holy name tomorrow morning by touching them with the fear of love. And Father God, we just thank you for all those that had an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father God, we thank you, and as we always say, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. As we always say, and leaving the line, we love you. Smooches, smooches, smooches. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night. Uh, Good night. Good night, everyone. God bless. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless. God bless.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.